Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of The Silent Suicide. I'm your host, Jacole Martinez, and thank you so, so much for tuning in. As you know, I like to start every episode with a dedication to my beautiful friend, Melanie. Melanie, I love you, I miss you, and I hope you're looking down on me, smiling and laughing. I also like to extend a prayer to those of you listening who may be considering suicide at this very moment. I want you to know that you are loved, you are worthy, and you deserve to live. So this week, I wanted to talk about a eating disorder. Now, I've done a previous episode on binge eating disorder, so I kind of wanted to do something on the opposite end of that spectrum. So this week, we're going to talk about anorexia. So what is anorexia? Well, obviously, it's a major eating disorder. It makes someone absolutely obsess about their weight and obsess about food. If someone has anorexia, they have a very warped body image, and they see themselves as fat, even though they have a very low body weight. People with anorexia have unusual eating habits to help them cope with things like stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem. And people with anorexia limit their food intake because it gives them a sense of control over their life. So what are some of the risk factors for anorexia? A person with anorexia is more likely to come from a family member with a history of certain health problems. These include weight problems, physical illness, and mental health problems. Mental health problems may include depression and substance abuse. Other things that may play a role in developing anorexia are social attitudes, family influences, genetics, brain chemical imbalances, developmental issues, And then there's also certain sports and activities that focus on body shape and size. And so it can really contribute to someone developing an eating disorder. So the main ones are things like ballet, bodybuilding, cheerleading, figure skating, gymnastics, modeling, and wrestling. So I think most of us know what anorexia is, but I really wanted to quickly go over the biggest symptoms of this disease. It can actually cause a big variety of symptoms. They may be related to food or weight, and they could be physical symptoms, and they could be emotional, or they could be a mix of both. So food or weight-related symptoms can include altered body image, low body weight, extreme fear of becoming fat, excessive physical activity, denial of hunger, fixation with food preparation, unusual eating behaviors. And then on the other side, the physical symptoms can be things such as poor nutritional status, being very thin, experiencing stomach pain or bloating, constipation, feeling very lethargic or fatigued all the time, unable to handle cold temperatures, dry or yellowish skin, thinning hair, brittle nails. 
Now, the last piece is the emotional symptoms. So those are things like withdrawal from social situations, loss of interest in sex, irritability, and mood changes. So you might be wondering, what causes anorexia? Again, as I say in pretty much all of the episodes that I've recorded, that you don't just wake up one day and develop anorexia. It's something that happens over a span of time. But experts don't really know what actually causes anorexia, but it often begins as just regular dieting. So I think we all know those people who are constantly on a diet or they are just really obsessed about how much food or how little food they eat. Over time, that can lead to extreme and unhealthy weight loss. And that person may use extreme dieting and food limiting tricks due to fear of getting fat. So anorexia has two subtypes, the restrictor type, and then there's the bulimic type. People with the restrictor type severely limit how much food they eat. This usually includes foods high in carbs and fats. Now, on the other side of that is the bulimic type. People with bulimia eat too much food and then make themselves throw up. They may take large amounts of laxatives or other methods to clear their bowels. Now, I plan on doing a future episode on bulimia, so I kind of won't get into any more on that particular subject. So how is someone diagnosed with anorexia? When you have anorexia, you may try to hide your problems from others. Over time, family members, loved ones, teachers, coaches, they can start to worry about someone's weight and their behavior. Early treatment can help prevent serious health problems. So once someone has been diagnosed with anorexia, how is that person treated? Treatment for anorexia, it all depends on your age, your overall health, your medical history, the symptoms that you're displaying, and lots of other factors. Urgent medical care may be needed for physical problems. Nutrition counseling can help you learn how to make healthy food choices. It can also bring you back to a healthy weight. Therapy can also help you learn how to deal with the emotional aspect of this disease. It can also help you improve your coping skills and adopt healthy habits. Therapy can be done one-on-one, with your family, or in a group setting. Some medications can also help to treat mental health problems such as depression and anxiety. Now, as with any disease, there are certain complications that come with having anorexia. It is very harmful on the body, and it can really lead to lots of serious problems later down the line. The biggest ones are anemia, heart problems, low blood pressure, kidney problems, lack of menstruation in women, low testosterone in men, bone loss, and death. So as you can see, there are very serious ramifications for developing anorexia. So how can it be prevented in the first place? Really, again, experts don't really know how to prevent anorexia. 
It may help if family members have healthy attitudes and actions around topics such as weight, food, exercise, and general appearance. Adults can help children and teens build self-esteem in different ways. This includes academics, hobbies, and volunteer work. Focus on activities that aren't related to the way a person looks. So as I like to do, I like to bring back these various mental health disorders and how it relates to suicide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among individuals with anorexia. Approximately one quarter to one third of people with anorexia have thoughts about suicide and one quarter to one third of groups and individuals with anorexia are 18 times more likely to die by suicide. Even more disturbing is the intensity of anorexia sufferers' suicide attempts. A doctor did a study and found that when individuals with anorexia decide to end their life, they typically use highly lethal methods, including things like jumping in front of moving trains, ingesting household chemicals, and self-immolation, indicating that they truly wish to kill themselves, and it is not just a cry for help. Quote, I can't speak specifically to that study, but I can say that the self-loathing associated with anorexia is so punishing that it wouldn't seem extraordinary to me that extreme measures might be taken to end that suffering, end quote. It's estimated that about 26% of people with eating disorders will attempt suicide at some point in their lives. Now, I found some interesting information about the LGBTQ plus community and eating disorders. Now, I'm going to have an upcoming episode that talks all about the LGBTQ plus community, so I won't get too, too far into it, but I just wanted to highlight a couple things. Gay men are seven times more likely to report binge eating and 12 times more likely to report purging than straight men. Gay and bisexual boys are significantly more likely to fast, vomit, or take laxatives or diet pills to control their weight. 32% of transgender people report using their eating disorder to modify their body without hormones. 56% of transgender people with eating disorders believe their disorder is not related to their physical body. Non-binary people may restrict their eating to appear thin, consistent with the common stereotype of androgynous people and popular culture. Now, there's tons more research uh, out there about this particular subject, but again, I want to save that for that future video. So as you can see, I don't know if people or movies or TV shows have had a hand in glorifying anorexia, but as you can see, it's a real problem, and it is a serious mental health condition that really just affects someone's entire being. It's not just in the mind, it's in the body, and it's all over. 
So how does someone recover or learn to live with having anorexia? If you have anorexia, talk to your doctor. You can recover and get back your health. To do this, you will need to follow a full treatment plan. During your recovery, you will need to not weigh yourself all the time. You will also need to not spend a lot of time alone. It's also important to learn and avoid things that lead to your anorexic behaviors. Dietary supplements will help make sure you get enough nourishment. Relaxation methods such as yoga may also help ease your symptoms. So I wanted to end the episode on that little bit of a positive spin that if you or someone you know is suffering from anorexia, they can make a full recovery. And just like with any other mental health condition, it takes work and it's a journey. And so I want us to all do our part to encourage our loved ones to seek the help that they truly need. So as I end this episode, I just want to remind you, as I always do, that being different makes you special. 